Welcome, everybody. Filibuster Freestyle. It's been a minute, but not too many minutes. Probably eight days since our last recording. It's your buddy, Gavin. Got a quick Sunday. Nope, it's Monday. Filibuster, but it's a holiday. And we got uh, another mashup take. We're going to talk about men's tennis star. Certainly men's tennis Man of the hour in terms of people paying attention to him, Nick Kyrgios of Australia, who's having a nice little run at Wimbledon right now. And some similarities we actually are seeing between Kyrgios and Golden State Warriors starter and former number one draft pick, NBA champion, Andrew Wiggins. First, the theme song, couple hot takes, and then the mashup hot take we just described. Subscribe, rate, and review. Described, by the way. Subscribe, rate, and review. I had subscriptions on my mind. Appreciate you doing so. But subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster Watch freestyle. Watch out for the filibuster. Filibuster. Freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. All right, so before I get into my Nick Kyrgios, Andrew Wiggins mashup rant, a couple fun facts. Number one, as you all know by now, recently Chief Marketing Officer Cindy Harrington and I became parents, and what I would say about that is um, one of the unexpected benefits of having a small child that you lift or hold throughout the day and for long periods of the day is it really, really sculpts your biceps. And the best part is, you know, they come out the baby and they're, you know, six, seven pounds, maybe eight, maybe nine if you have one that's pretty fully baked. But either way, every week or so, they gain a pound. So, you know, you start doing seven, seven pound curls for elongated periods of time. And six weeks later, you're doing 10 pound curls. So you're getting somewhat stronger as you're getting somewhat more defined just by doing your job as a parent and lifting up your newborn baby. And as somebody who's mainly struggled to get bicep definition for 40-something years now, 43 years on earth, um, despite not having that same problem with triceps, I guess the code was have a baby, pick it up all the time. So there you go. Number two, for those of you who are loyal to our feed, you will see we put one up yesterday that is marked private. You might be asking yourself, why is it numbered differently? Why is it called something different? Why is it unable to be accessed at this moment? So many things you want answers to maybe. Myself, Marky Sal, some others are working on a new podcast idea, concept, project, feed, whatever you want to call it. And all I can tell you is it is related to sports. It is related to season ticket holders. It is related to talking about that, and it is related to doing so eventually on its own feed, doing its own thing, living in its own world. It's going to even have its own theme song. Roscoe P. from Drilling Threes, a.k.a. Jobber Low to some. So many people getting, getting involved. Now I'm rambling. Bottom line is stay tuned. You will be granted access to the new project on the Filibuster Freestyle feed for at least the first five or six of these new episodes. We're going to get ourselves right. We're going to beta test it. We're going to do it right here on this feed. So hopefully you'll check it out when it's time. But that's what that is. That's why it's private. Good times. Okay.
What are we talking about here? Nick Kyrgios, Australian tennis star, playing very well right now. He's been outspoken on a number of topics, um, including working with his own mental health, which obviously for all of us, talking about mental health, talking about how we deal with mental health and trying to deal with that on a daily basis, always great when somebody high profile speaks about that. So we're not going to talk about Nick Kyrgios in that form whatsoever, though ESPN uh, has been putting him on television a ton lately after he won his first couple matches. He had a heated match against uh, Sitsipas the other day. I was the, the TS and Sitsipas is now double getting me. That's the sleep deprivation from having a child who's six weeks old. But anyway, Kyrgios gets past Sitsipas, gets into the quarterfinals. ESPN, somewhat like LeVar Ball or Pat Beverly, and obviously LeVar Ball, only famous for having sons who are good at basketball and being outspoken. Pat Beverly being a very serviceable NBA basketball player and having lots of outspoken opinions. Once ESPN knows people want to hear what you're going to say next, they care less and less about what you've done. But someone like Kyrgios, who can be outspoken, who is a, like a, uh, a very, very talented player, phenomenal talent, now that he says interesting things, they're going to put him on national TV. But let's not act like he is just arriving on the scene. And then I'm going to talk about why that reminds me of Andrew Wiggins a little bit, who's been on a bit of a revenge tour himself with the Golden State Warriors post-winning the NBA title in the month of June. Nick Kyrgios, 27 years old, turned pro in 2013, so nine years ago. In those nine years, he has won six titles, so less than one a year. He's been to nine finals total, so average of one ATP final a year in his career which is very good for most tennis players. But when you're as talented and now getting as much coverage for being talented and kind of finding your way later in your career as Nick Kyrgios is, you're more of that mercurial, is he going to finally put it all together type than a, a Ham and Egger who's had a nice run in nine tournament finals is the best he can do. Six titles in nine years is the best he can do. People would probably say Nick Kyrgios has the goods to be triple that in terms of titles, triple that in terms of finals appearances, if not more. And many have said up until this year that he has squandered what would be incredible talent. But what are some bona fides? Okay, 2014, only his second year as a pro, he beat then world number one, Rafael Nadal, and made the quarterfinals at Wimbledon. So he's actually made, eight years later, his second Wimbledon quarterfinal. Zero quarterfinals in between at Wimbledon. But here he is again. He made one ATP 1000-level tournament final. That was Cincinnati in the year 2017. He beat Nadal in that tournament, I think in the quarters. Nadal was number two in the world at the time. Kyrgios beat somebody else, I forget who, in the uh, semis. And then he lost to Grigor Dimitriov in the final. So has one final at the 1,000 level or above, which would be anything above 1,000 is the Masters level slash Grand Slam level. He lost. He did win two 500 level titles, uh, I believe, in the year 2018. So my man has made now with Wimbledon. He made Australian. I don't have it in front of me, but he made an Australian quarterfinals once in his career. He's from Australia. Made Wimbledon in 2014, second year as a pro, and now in his ninth year as a pro, has made it again. 
So I'm all for this guy being the man of the moment. I'm all for him having scintillating skills, especially on a grass surface and a hard surface where he's had his success. But again, he's never even made a semifinal of a major despite having an unbelievable skill set. Now, if he does, let's say, make a final here at Wimbledon or win a a Grand Slam event, win, win a major, that does then make him a lot more like the Andrew Wiggins piece I'm about to talk to you about. But right now, you got a nine-year pro who's made three major quarterfinals. He's made nine finals in his career and only won six tournaments in his career, despite beating Rafael Nadal as the world number one back in 2014. So a career that is not fully finished, but a career that is somehow having a moment right now. Let's see if he can finish it off during the second part of the fortnight at Wimbledon. Go to Andrew Wiggins. Similarly, coming onto the scene during the 13-14 NBA, uh, sorry, NCAA season at Kansas, number one pick in the NBA draft in 2014, the rookie of the year in the NBA in 2015, made the playoffs once from 2014 through 2020 with the Timberwolves. Got traded during 2020 to the Golden State Warriors. Played on two Golden State Warriors teams that were lottery teams that were tanking in in the year 1920 and the year 2021. Or 2021, yeah, 2020, 2021 season. Super, a lot of 20s there. And then finally here in the 21-22 season, he's on a great team. He eventually ascends and becomes an all-star for the first time in his career. 2022 All-Star. I believe the game was played in San Francisco. So we got to start the game. Fans were stuffed in the ballot box, but you have to earn that. You have to earn that popularity. So the guy makes his first playoffs as a Warrior, second playoffs ever in eight years as a pro this year, winds up being the second best player on the team that wins the title. Now, being the second best player on a team that actually... Between the things that Clay and Draymond and all the other guys in the Warriors who've been there before, including their coaching staff, bring. Between what those people bring, Andrew Wiggins was able to elevate his game, make the all-star appearance from earlier in the year bona fide, and make the revenge tour that he's been on in terms of proving everybody wrong and being able to take a victory lap possible. But if it took you eight years and the greatest shooter in the history of basketball, Steph Curry, to help you make good on your revenge tour, you may want to at least acknowledge the fact that as a number one pick with first pick in the draft type talent, you may want to understand that it's not all you. Now, two things. Number one, Kyrgios. want to get back to Kyrgios real quick. He's a tennis player. If he in singles does make a semifinal, does make a final, does win the Wimbledon final, does win a Masters 1000 final, then yes, he can say whatever he wants because in tennis, you go out there and do it yourself. It's like boxing. You either win or you lose. It's on you, nobody else at the end of the day. So while Wiggins gets to have Steph Curry as a teammate and still do a great job, it's a little bit different of a validation toward Kyrgios from a playing standpoint only from a talent validation standpoint only, if he can actually get the job done. Real quick, last thing. Andrew Wiggins is Canadian. 
Canada, big maple leaf, obviously, maple syrup producer, maple leaf flag. People call him Maple Jordan. How about Maple Pippin? You were the sidekick to Steph. Don't forget it. You are not Maple Jordan. You are Maple Pippin. Nothing wrong with Scottie Pippen. Nothing wrong with being Maple Pippen. Scottie Pippen's one of the best 50 players in the history of the NBA. But he ain't Michael Jordan. And guess what, Andrew Wiggins? You ain't Steph Curry. You ain't Michael Jordan. You ain't Maple Jordan. You're Maple Pippen. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your pods. Don't forget, we got the new project coming up. Thanks for your support as always.